you know what, Tim? I don't fucking need this shit. All right? I'm sick of you. Mm -hmm. You thought I was doing a movie for the last few weeks? No. I needed a Tim Brenner vacation. You you needed a tea break, and, right. and buddy, the tea stood I, for Tim. That's right. I uh, the TB, the Tim break. Well, tonight, tonight, Kyle, you're coming down with a carol, terrible case of TB. Tim tuberculosis. Tim tuberculosis. Oh. Well, There's folks, no we're, we're, we're <laughs> it's terminal. <laughs> It's yeah, I'm gonna because I'm gonna kill myself after Ooh, this is done. Spicy. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Anyway, yeah, folks, we're fun. fucking back in action. Episode sixty-seven Inching of closer. the Filson Tragedy Hour. We're we're getting there. I'm Kyle and I'm Tim. And yeah, I'm thinking we're back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking we're back. Do you imagine if uh? If John Wick said it that way, uh, yeah, that's uh, it. It's like if if John Wick was played by Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> um, did you did you just uh, kill my dog? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking they just killed my dog. <laughs> well, that happened. <laughs> Kills. Oh God! <laughs> Kills. This is causing me act. This is causing me actual psychic damage. He kills nine Russians in that assassin hotel. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking that just happened. Uh-huh. You killed John Wick's dog? He killed John Wick's dog. dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, I hate this. I hate this. Uh, right, let's, yeah. Let's move. I'm, this, I'm, this, I'm, this thinking, I'm thinking he's a girl boss. This bit <laughs> like John Wick's dog is dead. Absolutely. Uh, so, brother uh, couldn't agree what, more. Yeah, so it's been a few weeks. Uh... We, I know what I've been up to. What has Tim been up to? Uh, you, you, you know what happens when you stare at a corner for three weeks? No. Well, you, you should try it, cause buddy, that's what I just did. It, no, I'm kidding. Well, how does it feel like? It's like watching paint dry that's already already been dry. Hmm. No, I played disc golf. You know, did some uh. Did some fun activities here, or there, mostly here, um, but a lot of disc golf, a lot, lot of, lot of good stuff in the works. That's watch good. this, watch this fucking space. No, I don't think I will. Dude, I, I shot plus eight. You can't, night. you can't watch a podcast. Okay, um, right. listen to this space. <laughs> Jesus, that's put, worse. Put your, somehow. put, put your ear to the ground. Listen for the railroad. Watch this space. You hear that? That's the sound of two fail sons. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking that's the Violating. sound of Tim playing disc golf. Ugh. <laughs> Violating <laughs> your ears that's once right. again after a after a brief hiatus. You know what we should do one day is um yeah. I should I should um put your channel to like the left side of the headphones and mine to the right. So it's like they're like I- they're in between us. Oh, you want to you want our listeners to go insane. <laughs> That that's it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think cool. that'd be fun. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. That that that'll be fun. Yeah. You yeah. know what we should do? Oh my god. What's up? My girlfriend just told me um that she's watched five seasons of Downton Abbey in less than two weeks. Isn't that like a very long show? 
Mm-hmm. She watched the very first episode on July 31st. Okay. Uh, and she has watched five full seasons. Oh, my God. Of which there are plenty of hour-long episodes over the course of less than two weeks. If I had my soundboard right now, I would play a lot of sounds. That's uh, that's that's an insane thing to me. Although to be fair, I did I did watch all of Game of Thrones in the span of about two weeks. But I also worked at a job where I did literally nothing for twelve hours a day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had a little more time. You were also um, you you were still we you were still in school then, right? You hadn't graduated yet, no. or was that the summer you graduated? Uh, technically. Gotcha. It was the summer of 19, which I walked. Right, right, right. Um, makes sense, though. The show had just, at, at that point, the show had just, literally just ended. So. Yeah. It's not like, mm-hmm. down, it's not like uh, my favorite show, Downtown Abbey. Um, mm-hmm. that, is it no still No lie, that's on? how I, that's how I, no, it's done. No lie, that's what I thought it was when it started. Was Downtown I, Abbey? I kept seeing. Yeah, I it thought it was downtown, downtown Abbey. It is Downtown Abbey. I saw Downtown Abbey for like two weeks. I'm like, they're downtown where? Downtown Abigail. That's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she watched five. How many? How many episodes are in a season? It's a it's a UK show, so I think there's only like a couple. I, I think they're they're series. They're fucking series, as they call them, brav. They run rather a bit shorter. They have a fucking different way of... Me- they, they, they're using the metric system, bruv. Oh, my God. How many are there? Uh, So there's six series. Okay. Uh, And they had 52 episodes. Hey, papito, that's... In f- six... six. Uh, so about eight, nine episodes a series. Okay. That's reasonable. Two of those is a movie. Mm-hmm. Movie a day. That's reasonable. That's manageable. That's cuttable. I would there's, say. There's digestible chunks. Eight was nine episodes a series. Yeah. Was Thrones the last episode you dove deep into? Sorry. Was Thrones the last sh- uh, show that you like really dove deep into? Um. No, I've been watching the Batman animated series. Ooh, that's a good one. I dove deep into Doom Patrol, but it's only pretty the good. Doom Patrol's good. Only season one. I haven't seen. Yeah, I've only seen one episode of the second season. It's still good. The third one's coming out soon. It is, dude. We are in. Yeah. We are in the Brendan Fraser Renaissance. Oh hell yeah! We'll talk about that later. Absolutely. We'll talk about that later. I'm very excited for my boy, uh, but. Now, now to move on because we've missed the news. I've I've been absent because I've been working on a movie, That's which right. was uh, very very fun. I'll get into it in a year when it's in when when, when it's, it's viewable, out, when it's viewable. But uh, I had a good time, all things considered. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, met a lot of really great met a lot of really great people. We shot a ninety minute action movie in fifteen days. That's which a, that's is a insane. that's a big baller brand right there. Call me it's, uh, call me Lamelo. No, I'm gonna call you Tim. Okay, <laughs> but that's why I've been away. Tim has tried to hold down the fort for some of it, which I thank him for. You know, I, I, it's, it's really hard not making an episode. Yeah, yeah. Eh, eh. yeah, that's right. You know, sometimes it happens. 
Yeah, it do be like that. But uh, we are back, and it's time to catch up on the news. And and the big thing that uh, that I'm aware of is uh, good old Governor Cum stepping down. That's right. He is gone. Bill, Bill de Blasio doing the crab dance. <laughs> well, what's the whole crab thing with him? It, uh, there's, a, there's a video of, like, an animated video of these crabs having, like, an island rave. And uh, every time that that gets played when someone who people hate dies. So like okay. Donald, when Donald Rumsfeld died, people people did that, or like when choice. John McCain, when John McCain died, you know, people did that. So John McCain, father so, of B- Megan, famous. Bill De Blasio is doing, yeah, Bill De Blasio is doing the damn crab dance because uh, he'll have ten days or so of of a, a term without Governor Cuomo breathing down his neck, sniffing his hair. Do you think uh, touching his touching his stomach? But that was weird. That, that was weird. That was weird. That whole thing but, was uh, terrible. I I watched the press conference live because Tim, Tim, I woke up and Tim had alerted it to me, and twenty minutes later, uh, I I sat in my basement and watched the uh, the whole thing go down, and you know initially I didn't think he was going to resign. I I had a feeling he was going to resign because the way he announced the press conference was, "We'll be addressing the." people of new york at ten forty-five. well here's it well the way he started it i have the transcript right in front of me because for 40 minutes beforehand his lawyer this woman named rita glavin was talking about um she was going case by case of how he was innocent mm-hmm. and went through all the lady the women who accused him was like she's lying or uh or he just touched her back it's no big deal all that you know this is cancel culture I don't think she ever said that, but it was just like it, it was. He didn't get a fair. Sentence. He didn't get a fair trial. No, so no then he comes up, yeah. Uh, so he starts with, uh, "I'd like to address several issues today. First, I've always started by telling you New Yorkers the facts before my opinion. So let's start New York tough. Oh, brother, with the truth. The Attorney General did a report on complaints made against me by certain women for my conduct. The report said I sexually harassed eleven women." That was the headline people heard and saw and reacted to. That reaction was outrage, as it should have been. However, it was also false. And this is where I go, oh, no. Andy, what are you doing? The, eternal, the attorney general says, hey, all this stuff happened. Um, but I'm here to tell and you he's like, nah. that all these motherfuckers are actually liars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's like, my lawyers, as you just heard, have reviewed the report over the past several days and have already raised serious issues and flaws that should concern all New Yorkers because we're, where there is a bias or a lack of fairness in the justice system, it is a concern for everyone. A lack oh. of, a, But to him, a lack of justice is a extensive report coming from the New York Attorney General. Yeah. Letitia James, who did some genuinely very good work, uh... Yeah, he's like, there's a difference between alleged improper conduct and conducting sexual harassment. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's This is not to say that there are not 11 women who I truly offended. <laughs> there are. <laughs> and for that, I deeply, deeply apologize. I thought a hug and patting my arm around a staff person and while taking a picture was friendly. But she found it to be too forward. I kissed a woman on the cheek at a wedding and I thought I was being nice, but she felt that it was too aggressive. I have slipped and called people honey, sweetheart, and darling. 
It was meant to be endearing, but women found it dated and offensive. I said on national TV to a doctor wearing PPE and giving me a COVID nasal swab, you make that gown look good, which... Oh, nobody imagine, nobody like, was bringing that up, Andrew. A shapeless, a shapeless figure who is shoving a giant cotton swab up your nose, and you're just like, hey, I'm horny. Oh, let me touch you. Like... Can you believe how long? And he's how, like, he was it, I was joking, obviously. I was joking, obviously. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said it on national TV. <laughs> if I, oh my God, dude. Like, I can't imagine, like, going on TV and being like, oh, I'm such a touchy freak, but it's just who I am. And anyone who says it says that it's bad isn't out for me. <laughs> like,. He, he goes, like, I take full responsibility for my actions. I've been too familiar with people. My sense of humor can be insensitive and off-putting. I do hug and kiss people casually, women and men, by legend Cuomo. I've done it all my life. It's who I've been since I can remember. In my mind, I've, nev- in my mind, I've never crossed a line with anyone. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, that's how, that's how you don't. That's how like, harassment works. Yeah, that's how harassment works. You don't, either you don't realize it or you do and you keep doing it because you're a fucking freak. In my, in my mind, I've never crossed the line with anyone, but I didn't realize the extent to which the line had been redrawn. Like, uh, dude, dude, you were yelled at in, you've been yelled at for like the last six months over this, and and now you're just like, oh, it must be a generational thing. Oh, hey, a generation, oh. a generational thing of a man who came to power in the mid aughts. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's been governor for like eight years. Yeah. After like a clown car of governors who kept getting like. Well, sp- resigning yes, it- before their terms ended because they were doing like grossly yeah, corruption. Like, I remember politics. when I remember when Spitzer retired. Uh, uh, retired. Uh, Spitzer retired, and then uh, David Patterson took over, and then something happened with him where he like had to resign before his ser- term no, was up. I think up. he served his term. I believe Patterson ma- served his term. He got convicted of a crime while in office. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> New- I don't know. New York's first legally blind governor. That's right. Uh, played expertly oh, by yeah. Fred Armisen on uh, SNL. Oh yeah, oh but he uh, he he talks about the the issue he had with the female state trooper he had put on his detail. Yeah, and starts it starts it by talking about how little diversity was on the on the trooper detail. Yeah, that's wild. Okay, so I have this. So I just looked up uh, David Patterson's uh, uh, Wikipedia to kind of learn a little mm-hmm. bit more about his uh, stint as governor. In the midst of a prostitution scandal, Governor Elliot Spitzer resigned, his position effective March 17, 2008. Upon hearing that Spitzer intended to resign, Patterson called his then-wife Michelle and reportedly said, I think I'll kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, dude. Following Spitzer's resignation, Patterson was sworn in as the 55th governor of New York at the Capitol. Uh, Let's see. If that Um, had happened to me, I'd probably say the same thing. Uh, he served out his term, I believe. Oh wow! Okay. Um, first day. Well, he he also eventually got like got shit canned or whatever. But uh, one uh, day one day after Patterson's inauguration, <laughs> one day after his inauguration, it came that they had both uh him and his wife both had extramarital affairs, one with a state employee. Uh, Patterson's admissions went against the so-called Bear Mountain Compact, a practice by lawmakers that their transgressions in the state capital in the state capital would not be reported elsewhere. So that happened. Oh my God. 
New York, baby, number one in the world. Appointment of U.S. Senator, appointment of Lieutenant Governor, allegations of yeah, wrongdoing. Um, in, in February t- 2010, the New York Times reported that Patterson may have been involved in witness tampering in a domestic abuse case involving staffer David W. Johnson of the New York State Police. And Patterson allegedly talked to the compli- complainant in an attempt to persuade her to drop the case. Patterson was said to have asked the woman if she needed any help a day before the case was dropped. On February 26, t- 2010, Patterson withdrew his bid for a full term as governor. Oh, so you are right. I don't think he did serve out. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have his full term. In March 2010, the New York State Commission on Public Integrity Integrity asked Attorney General Andrew Cuomo to investigate allegations that Patterson had solicited an unlawful gift of free New York Yankees tickets. Nice, dude. Awesome. So yeah, so he talks about. Um, he talks first in in this detail about his trooper detail about how uh, how very little how not how not diverse it was compared to the rest of his administration. He was like, I'm very proud of the fact that I have more women in senior positions than any governor before me, including like his secretary, Melissa DeRosa, who is like a bastard. An absolute, like probably the person who has the least person who has least less friends in government right now than Andrew Cuomo because of how awful she was. But, um, he says here, uh, I was continuously trying to recruit more to diversify. On one occasion, I met two female troopers who were on duty at an event. Both seemed competent and impressive, and I asked the state police to see if they were interested in joining. Uh, and the two, and one of the two troopers eventually joined the detail. I got to know her over time, and she's a great professional, and I would sometimes banter with her when we were in the car. We spent a lot of time driving around the state. This female trooper was getting married, and I made some jokes about the negative consequences of married life. I meant it to be humorous, and she was offended, and she was right. The trooper also said that in an elevator... Hold on. Has he... He's been He's been married, right? Uh, No. He, he has a bunch of kids. He has a bunch of kids, up. but I don't think he's ever married. Either that or he's Let me divorced. Look this up. He dated the yeah, two shots can... of vodka woman. Yeah, he dated, yeah. Uh, uh, he has one former spouse, Carrie Kennedy. Oh, yeah, they divorced in 2005. Do you, um, do you want to hear something very funny about um, David Patterson's uh, marriage? Sure. Patterson be- then began to date Mary Galda, former wife of Curtis Sliwa. Sliwa was tweeted out his approval of the relationship in 2015. Uh, if you don't know who Curtis Sliwa is, he's the... Uh, uh, former head of the Guardian Angel, or he's the founder and chief executive of the Guardian Angels and is the current Republican candidate for uh, uh, New York City mayor. God damn, dude. Yeah, so he, he basically is just like <laughs> in the car. He hasn't been married at this point for like almost 15 years. Yeah. And he's like, ah, marriage is a, marriage fucking sucks. Hey, let me touch you. And she was like, what the fuck? And like, and then he says, the trooper also said that in an elevator, I touched her back. And when I was walking past her in a doorway, I touched her stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how dare she? If you're gonna tell the story, get it right. I heard on another podcast, uh, a, a much better podcast, that uh, <laughs> he's just like a horny Dracula. He's oh just walking God, around being in cape and like, I like to fuck you. <laughs> like, he's a creep. He's a creepy yeah, guy. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, when I wa- at public events, troopers will. Oh, now I don't recall doing it, but if she said I did it, I believe her. Whew. Uh, that's code for saying I absolutely remember this. Remember doing this. I'm gonna try and give a little plausible deniability. Yeah, deny till you die. Yeah. 
At public events, troopers will often hold doors open or guard the doorways. When I walk past them, I also I will often will give them a grip of the arm, a pat on the face, a touch on the stomach, a slap on the back. If you're a trooper, like you probably do not have the temperament to take anyone, let alone like the governor of your state, who you probably don't like, pat you on the face and say, thank you, you're such a good boy for holding the door for me. (laughs) Or your your stomach. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. It's my way of saying, I see you. I see you. (laughs) I appreciate you and I thank you. I'm not comfortable just walking past and ignoring them. Of course, usually they're male troopers. Ah, I just give him a little tap on the nuts. It's just a way of me saying I see you. Hey. Turn your head and cough. Go. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. I I think it's just fucking crazy how he's like I I'm not sure I didn't know the lines had been redrawn in that way. I didn't know you couldn't touch yeah. your employee's fucking face. Yeah. He goes. He goes on. He's like it was totally thoughtless in the literal sense of the word, but it was also insensitive. It was embarrassing to her, and it was disrespectful. It was a mistake, plain and simple. I have no other words to explain it. I want to personally apologize to her and her family. I have the greatest respect for her and the New York State Police. Like he's apolog. This is the only way he like directly apologizes. It's to the cop, and to the yeah. cop, the cops. Like he says, "I'm sorry for offending you earlier," but like here's the grossest thing to me. Uh, now, obviously, in a highly political manner like this, there are many agendas and there are many motivations at play. If anyone thought other otherwise, they would be naive. And New Yorkers are not naive. But I want to thank the women who came forward with sincere complaints. It's not easy to step forward, but you did an important service. And you taught me and you taught others an important lesson. Personal boundaries must be expanded and must be protected. I accept full responsibility. Thank you for the ladies who came forward and and uh, aren't doing it to tank my career uh, because you taught me a 63 year old man the important lesson that I shouldn't touch people. <laughs> He's so dumb. Like, yeah. Now, up to this point, this is probably about 10 minutes or so. This is where we think talking. it's going to end. Yeah, about 10 minutes or so of, of, of talking where it's just like, oh, he's not going to resign. He's going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then eventually he goes, uh, uh, you know, hey, it's going to take a lot of time and money. And they're going to if they're going to investigate me, it's going to take a lot out of COVID and a lot against, you know, fighting gun violence, saving New York City. All that time would be wasted, which is like, I, I think I think yeah, it's very true. But like- if you would. He was like, "Now the government can get back to governing, brother. You're you're the governor. What were you doing? Yeah. What were you doing, man? If only if only someone could have done something about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, like that's a great point. Like, all this shit would have been a huge waste of time. It's a good thing you you uh, instead resigned in March when this stuff came out and avoided this whole thing as you were still killing people in nursing homes and whatnot instead of like now." Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, sorry. Uh, had... I'm getting word. I'm getting word now that you still uh, were our governor. And he this still point. will be for another seven days. Yeah. New York tough means New York loving. And I love New York. And I love you. Oh, no, come on, no, don't man. Say, don't say that when did you're Did you apo- not learn? Did you not learn anything? Don't say that when you're apologizing for what you're apologizing for. Yeah. 
And everything I've ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do. Because I work for you, and doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. I think, it, like, I think it would be cool if our next governor um, did everything Ka- did everything out of a pure hatred for the state. He's like, I yeah, fucking Kathy hate Hoke. this dog shit town. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it better. Yeah. Kathy Hochul, step up. It's your time. Uh, and then he goes on about, like, at the, at the very end. Uh, and let me say this on a personal, which this was also really gross. Let me say this on a personal note in many ways. I see the world through the eyes of my daughters, Kara, Mariah, and Michaela. They are 26 and 26, twins, ooh, multiples, and 23. And I have lived through this experience with and through them. No, you haven't. I have sat on the couch with them hearing the ugly accusations for weeks. I have seen the look in their eyes and the expression on their faces, and it hurt. I want my three jewels to know this. My greatest goal is for them to have a better future than the generations of women before them. Then stop fucking being touchy and handsy with people, you freak. I think my favorite. It is still in it is still in many ways a man's world. It always has been. We have sex, sexism that is culturalized and institutionalized. My daughters have more talent and natural gifts than I ever had. I want to make sure that society allows them to fly as high as their wings will carry them. There should be no assumptions, no stereotypes, no limitations. I want them to know from the bottom of my heart that I never did, and I never would intentionally disrespect a woman woman, or treat any woman differently than I would want them treated, and that's the God's honest truth. It's like, ugh, dude, like, yeah, your daughters probably all, they either all fucking hate you, or they're so, like, sheltered from the outside world because they're, they're Cuomos that, like, they would never believe any of the people who came forward and accused you. Who like, knows, man? It's one or the there's no there's no in the middle there. Like honestly, they probably got it from their dad too. They're like, Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, not maybe maybe not like dealing with a trooper in an elevator level, but like the ogling of like old, your dad and his old friends. Who knows, you know, man. it's like it's gross, man, and and to frame it that way is really, really gross. And he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, you know, he's do, he's pulling you know, that like, classic. Ah, I'm the father of daughters thing. Yeah, where where like, the, the only way that you can you know respect women's boundaries yeah. is a man who knows women it, rather than the fact that women are, you know, people yeah. in and of their and, own and right, you know, with their own agency. And yeah, own. and if he had done this in in March, like. This would have been much better. Like, I will say, the funniest take out of all of this was from somebody I went to high school with whose uh, political opinions I can only categorize as silly. Um, sh- uh, she put on her Instagram a picture of Cuomo that said, bye-bye, you're not even a real Italian. And I love that that's what she <laughs> took out of this. I love that that's no, what she took out no, of this. No, he is... He is such a real Italian. Yeah. He is such a real Italian. He's just like, ooh, ooh, lady, you're so beautiful. Let me touch your stomach. Oh. It's <laughs> bellissima. Bellissima. <laughs> he'd, do it, he'd do it to a handsome man, too. Oh, yeah. you're so strong. Hey, yeah, pat his face but... like, oh, you're bellissimo. Bellissimo. All right, like, yeah, all I got to say is good fucking riddance. Take your yeah. Emmy and shove it up your fucking ass, you bum. Goodbye. You bum. Goodbye, you fake Italian scum. Yeah, not even real Italian. Yeah. 
but you know that that that's that's the big the big news I think other than um oh what's this uh the covid the coronavirus is back that's cool mm-hmm. it's the delta variant folks yeah. Delta. Let's talk about that damn Delta variant, the Delta Airlines variant. Not a whole lot to talk about besides uh, get vaccinated. Yeah, it's getting it's getting worse. It's getting dicey, folks. It, we're gonna we're gonna have another flare up. I just saw something the CDC recommends a third dosage for uh for immunocompromised individuals. Makes sense. Which I'll, means probably within the next couple of months, like, we'll be getting though, booster shots, which I'm okay with. I will say though, the fourth does taste better than the third. Speaking mm. from experience. That's good. I think they added some. I've only had two. How how have you gotten three already? Through a lo- through a lot of um, careful planning. Okay. Yeah. It tastes it tastes but, pretty yeah, better. I mean, it tastes it tastes good. The side effects wear off after six. That's good. Uh, the the coffee shop I go to typically in Oneonta is requiring masks again, which mm-hmm. is probably not a great sign. I mean, I don't think we're gonna get any more lockdown stuff because the administration is so focused on getting us back to work and all that yeah, like the, the, we only exist there work yeah their big thing is like getting the nation up and running again but like you do this literally all the prog whatever progress you've made is probably going to go downhill very very quickly yeah. like if you think it's going to be a problem you gotta you gotta lock shit down again and and when wait it out. We we, like, we, we have to the, do what we should like, have done in the beginning, which is a two week mandatory yeah, lockdown. And and this is worse because now it's more contagious. And and now we have a vaccine. Yeah, it's it's preventable. You know, it's preventable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it would be totally preventable, but I you know I guarantee you nothing really is gonna happen. No, nothing's gonna change. This is never. You know, end. there's there's not gonna be. Uh, there was a student loan extension, which is great, which I'm starting Very to take advantage about. of. Very happy. Yeah, the you know the thing I should have done at the beginning is just save a chunk of money and every so often just just Funnel fill it, it in. in. Yeah. yeah, I mean I'm doing that now, but like there's not going to be another unemployment extension. No. There's not going to be there's not going to be you know any more COVID protections. We might get we might have to do masks again, which already dipshits are like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, there's going to be, yeah, it's become a completely cultural thing. It's horrifying. It's, yeah, the, the like, pandemic has become a, a a pawn in the culture war. Yeah. Any. You know, but you know al- also, like, people aren't, like, imagine if, if Trump won and what he'd be doing now with this. Like, because at the end of his, at the end of his term, he was like, yeah, I get the vaccine. And everyone's like, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you, sir? Yeah. I trusted you and you sold us out. Like. Now, if he had to preside over this, like, already saying, yeah, I get the vaccine, it's fine. Like, uh, would you think more people would take it? Or uh, they'd just be like, no, Trump's Trump's a cuck now. Trump's deep state. He's in the swamp. It's like, so hard to say, dude. I, yeah. Because because with every fallacy, with every opinion they have, there's a logical fallacy. Like, oh, actually, uh, coronav- coronavirus isn't real. But thank God President yeah. Trump pushed through the coronavirus vaccine, yeah. which I will not get because... It's uh, uh, you know, a microchip that'll make you gay. Yeah. Uh, but Trump, but, but, but Trump also, actually. But also, I don't need it because China is behind it, and it's from Wuhan. Oh yeah. It's from like none, of, like none of it's re- none of only the parts that matter to them are real. Um, yeah. But yeah. you know, listen, I got the vaccine, and all of a sudden, like I I started seeing out of the side of my my peripheral vision, like my social credit count. Yeah. And yeah. it's like every so often, you know. 
I just go into spasms and say, you know, all hail Bill Gates, all hail President Xi. Every time I see uh, something silly happening in the country, I, I just like it's a reflex now. It's not it's not voluntary. I just go, President Xi, you may fire when ready, you know. Right. And, and every now and then, you know, when I think about returning to the office, which I can do um, hopefully soon because I'm vaccinated, I think about how excited I am to get to work. Yeah, you can do that. You can do to, that on freaking to get Netflix to, to get to get to work and uh, and, and, you know. Use the all new, the all new Microsoft Windows 11 interface mm-hmm. with, 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 you know, computers equipped with the new Intel i9 processor. Mm-hmm. Unparalleled computing power. Uh-huh. I will, well, you can just return to the office on freaking, uh, oh, it's not Netflix anymore. It's uh, Peacock. Peacock, yeah. Pe- they're, they're, stream, they're streaming the office. You can return to the office on your own dang TV. More like why, you poop- gotta, why you got to do it for hey, real? More like poop cop. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Everyone loses their you damn mind. Be serious for a second. Jesus Christ. No. And and come actually, on. you know, we, we talk about being serious and the office and poop cock. I think it's about high time we roll into fail advice, Kyle. What do you think? Okay. All right. This one's spicy. Uh, one. You know, before before we like just just close. Uh, get vaccinated. You know, wear your mask. It's probably gonna flare up again. Getting vaccinated makes you hot. Yeah, yeah. I'm a New York Only City hot six, people get but the a vaccine. vaccinated ten. That's right. I uh, all all my friends who are against it are nurses. Really, which seems incredibly fucked up. All right? my friends are heathens. Take it slow. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just go to the next fucking segment. All right, come on. Uh, this Sick th- this you. one this uh this little bit was sent to us from friend of the show, uh, Maddie. So kudos to hey, her for this one. I know her. I do too. Um, oh, cool! It's almost like we did a whole episode with her. Yeah, and, and that's and that's the extent to and which that's we it. know her. And that's and it. that's it. Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend to move his rap studio to the garage so that our newborn can have their own room after I give birth? Yes. I, Next. I twenty female, told my boyfriend twenty male he needs to move his rap studio from the spare bedroom we have to the garage in an attempt to give our newborn their own room after I give birth. I'm four months pregnant and have no clue how this parenting thing is supposed to work, but in my family, the babies get their own rooms. We currently live in a two-bedroom apartment and can hardly afford this one, so a three-bedroom isn't an option. This led me to asking him to move his rap studio to the garage, and I even offered to help put in a carpet down there, shelving, and soundproofing. When I brought this up to him, he straight up threw a fit and told me I was being a narcissist for not wanting him to have his own space. And he told me mm-hmm. the baby could just uh, go into the bedroom closet so we can uh, we could have around-the-clock uh, care if they cry. And because, quote, it makes the most sense with them being so little anyway. Shortly afterwards, he broke up with me for starting an argument over this and saying he isn't uh, being a decent fa- uh, and saying he isn't being a decent father to just give the newborn their own room. Am I the asshole? First off, dudes rock. <laughs> yeah, the, that's, the, the, mo- that's um, the most important lesson. Yeah, the, the most There's no, you're the asshole, or you're not the asshole. It's dudes rock. Yeah, it, it, it's this is another prime example of dudes really do be rocking. I agree. If he if he wants a if he wants a space to have uh, a piece of foam board and uh, a, a a Yeti mic <laughs> and uh, a laptop mm-hmm. with GarageBand on it, like let him. Yeah, yeah, it's his God given you know. right. So, yeah, I think I think that's cool of him, and I hate I hate when these females put put us down on our rap game, yo. 
folks um it's it's not normal or it, that that I'm the serious one in a, in an episode of this uh I was being God serious for, godforsaken podcast but in a, in, in a dramatic twist of events Kyle was just somehow more cringe than I've been this entire episode no that's subjective Kyle, I said poopcock, but you saying you got females. Be, you, I, I, I red flags when you said females. <laughs> Dude, but, I'm on my, I'm on my Bullworth shit. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to start rapping. Uh oh, about single payer health care. <laughs> Kyle's y'all about, never seen a white boy rap like this before. Kyle's, Kyle's about to lay down his own version of Kim by Eminem. Ugh, you know that song. Uh, I don't really listen to Eminem, so no. Let me let me pull. Up well, the no, it's about his mom. It's about his no, mom. No, it's right? about his uh, ex-wife. Oh, wasn't his mom named Kim? No, uh, his ex-wife was. Oh. Um. Uh, here are the lyrics to Kim by Eminem. Aw, look at Daddy's baby girl. That's Daddy's baby, little sleepyhead. Yesterday I changed your diaper, wiped you, and powdered you. How'd you get so big? This is about his ex-wife. We'll we'll get there. Can't believe it. Okay. Now you're two. Baby, you're so precious. Daddy's so proud of you. Sit down, bitch. You move again. I beat the shit out of you. Don't make me wake this baby. She don't need to see what I'm about to do. Quit crying, bitch. Why do you always make me shout at you? How could you just leave me and love him out of the blue? Oh, what's the matter, Kim? Am I too loud for you? Too bad, bitch. You're, you're going to finally hear me out this time. At first, I'm like, I right, you want to throw me out? That's fine. But not for him to take my place. Are you out of your mind? This couch, this TV, this whole house is mine. How could you let him sleep in our bed? Look at Kim. Look at your husband now. No, I said look at him. He ain't so hot now, is he, little punk? Why are you doing this? Shut the fuck up. You're drunk. You're never going to get away with this. You think I give a fuck? Come on. We're going out for a ride. Bitch, no, sit up front. So long. Yeah, Tim, I thought you I thought you were I thought you were showing me the lyrics to a rap song and not uh Governor Cuomo's <laughs> transcript of his press conference. And and not not some kind of deranged manifesto. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, is this the type of talent we're expecting from a man who who's letting his baby sleep in a keep in mind in they're closet? both they're both twenty. Hmm. Good. So this twenty year old SoundCloud rapper is gonna give his his unborn child the Harry Potter treatment so mm-hmm. he can have a middling rap career. Um, I yeah, I think I think that's I, cool. Yeah, good for him. Dudes rock. Dudes rock. Dudes. Uh, but. In case anyone thinks I'm serious, no, that's horrifying. No, this, guy, this guy fucking sucks. He broke. That, up, that's he broke total. Up with that's a total. Young, young pregnant woman, leaving her on. That's her total own. dumb white guy confidence, though. I mean, like, yo, we can let him sleep in the closet. Yeah, you 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 can take t- take care of him from the closet while I'm spitting bars, yo. Well, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about doing Xanax in the next room over. Yeah, well, I'm talking about beating the shit out of you out of what, a, in, into a mic what, because you because you tried asking me to be a decent dad. What do you think this guy's SoundCloud rapper name is? Uh, it'd be really funny if it was like Da Deadbeat, <laughs> Deadbeat Dad. Shit. Yeah, Da 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 Dead Dead be- Dead Beats Dead Beats. Ooh, yeah, it's two words. That's two words, brother. Um, yeah. it, it, what if it was something like "da baby," but instead of "da baby," it was, um, "da da." That's it. Da alimony paya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yeah, I think we can safely say that that guy is going to be very successful. Yeah, I don't have the soundboard with me today, but we're just going to go, you're the asshole. Okay. Yeah. That does it. That does yeah, it for that, that one. Yeah. All right. All right, let's move on to our next segment of uh, Fail Son of the Week. Ooh, I do have a fun little pick. Go for it. Uh, mine is Senator Rand Paul. Ooh. And this time, it's not just for being a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Or having a bad haircut. Or, or having a bad haircut. Like, or, getting or looking like a dog with mange. Or absolutely getting uh, pummeled by his neighbor, which I think the neighbor should do again. Chad. Um, this is because 16 months ago, uh, his wife bought uh, stock in Gilead, which makes the coronavirus uh, cocktail known as Remdesivir. And uh, he, only, they, he only disclosed it today. And isn't that like the only stock that he's ever uh, it is the only stock bought or it, sold? It is the only stock they have bought while he's been in office. That's good. Yeah. It's good for him. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I think that's totally uh, legal, totally cool. Not something that should rightfully get him thrown out of the mm-hmm. Senate. Yeah. Based in stock pills. Yeah, he's on he's on his Pelosi shit. He really doing he, insider trading. He, him and Diane Feinstein, Feinstein can actually like like talk about something for once. Yeah, love yeah. buying stock. Fr- yeah, it, it's They're not friends. a it's not a good sign when Rand Paul, Diane Feinstein, and Kelly Leffler all have something in common. Yeah, it uh it it means that they're all good smart businessmen. Yep. Just, just a couple and, uh, girl bosses, girl bossing. Yeah, their client, the dang American people. That's right. What about you, Kyle? Who's your uh, fail son? Uh, my fail son is, as announced today, the day of this recording, uh, Jamie Spears, who has announced that he will be stepping down from his daughter Britney Spears' conservatorship. Ooh, that gets a big uh, certified da Timmy Let's Go. Oh, yeah, by the way, That's I, a... I've rebranded uh, the Let's Go uh, thing on the soundboard, which I, once again, do not have access to as the da Timmy soundboard because, as we all know, da Baby yeah. got da-boarded. Canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Da-canceled. Da-canceled. Bad da da pal- son of the week. Ooh, yeah. He, he's a... He's, he's, uh, he's, uh, uh, he's the fail son now. He's the platinum. He's the platinum member of this week's fail son club. Yeah, which is a new thing that I'm but starting. I also have uh, a success son. Ooh, I have a ooh, very our, cool. Our previously mentioned friend Brendan Fraser. Yes, 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 yes. King. Yes. Recently cast in the in the new Scorsese. The Brent the the, the Brent is happening. We gotta we gotta come up with something better than that. That does not roll off the tongue. The Brent Fraser sons. I like the Brendanessons. Brendanessons, I okay. That when you when when you yeah. sound it out like that, that kind of works. Yeah. Um, he 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 just got cast in in two new movies. Love it. Called uh, he got he got cast in Killers of the Flower Moon, which is very exciting, which he seems very excited about, mm-hmm. and then a comedy called Brothers or something like that. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna play right now, uh, the the uh the clip of him doing an interview mm-hmm. where someone tells him how the internet feels about him and, uh, here it is Homa, that's better <laughs> i love it i love it I'm, I'm gonna work with scorsese and leo and bob de niro yes i saw congratulations that's thank exciting. you i think i might be sick a little anxious oh. 
Oh, no. Me. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> You've got this. You've got this. Got just, it. Just know that the internet is so behind you. We're so supportive. There are so many people out there it's who love you and we're rooting thing. for you and we can't wait to see what you do next. <laughs> you see, he's choking up. <laughs> Shucks, ma'am. <laughs> that's all you can say there I, like, I think shucks shucks ma'am because think, he's so overwhelmed because when he heard her say the internet he goes oh no and then she goes they're all rooting for you and you just you see his face change of like oh wow it's so and then he's true, like though because he gets choked up because he's a he's a king we've missed him yeah we've missed you know, him he was he was blackballed from blacklisted from hollywood he, because because the the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press like groped yeah him groped him at a at party. A party. But not only that, he was such a big part of everyone who you know is our age and older, like probably into the thirties. Such a big yeah. part of the the childhoods, and it, it's crazy because yeah, the, mummy, the mummy is great. The at least mummy the first holds one. up. I've, I've only seen the first one. Uh, Looney Tunes back in action. Oh, that was which, my, like uh, my favorite movie growing up. Yeah, you compare that movie to Space Jam too, and it's like oh, miles ahead. Yeah, it actually had jokes. It actually it had know, a great lead in Brendan Fraser. Yeah, play, yeah it was the Looney play, Tunes, which play, I found. I heard. I, I heard an anecdote. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Yeah, he played Brendan Fraser's stunt, stunt double. It's so good. And I heard, I heard an anecdote of why he took that job because he read in the script that he would punch himself out, and he was so uh, caught up in his depressive Ego. episode and and self doubt yeah. that he was like, oh, maybe I should beat the shit out of myself in this it. movie. So he signed on, and it's like he gave a great performance, but it's like a really sad reason but for him joining. Not only that, recently he has done. So many good projects. Doom yeah, he kind of, he kind of Doom Patrol. Yeah, he kind of hopped so back good. on because he was, he was initially he had he had dropped off for a while. He did a he did a movie called Furry Vengeance, mm-hmm. which looked terrible, and probably was terrible. And then he stopped doing stuff because he was like, oh, that shit sucked. Um, and then he started he started appearing on this show called The Affair. Yeah. On Showtime, which I guess people are like, oh my god, he still exists. And then he got hired to do, he was on Doom Patrol, and then he did a show called Trust, mm-hmm. which was about the J. Paul Getty kidnapping, yeah. where he played like a cowboy sheriff, which I thought was very I cool. I think he played, I, did he play Mark Wahlberg's role? Because it's the same story. No. It wasn't? It, it's not that? No, a different role. Okay. Yeah. But like, it was, it was during the time he was shooting that when that big interview he did came out where he was like, oh, yeah, this guy molested me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, Hollywood for, Foreign Press Association is fucking is a disaster. Yeah. You know? Everybody, but, a lot of people are like, yeah, fuck them. Not only because the Golden yeah, Globe sucks, but like. Yeah. But uh, and now he now he's doing his thing again, and he's he's gonna be in a Scorsese movie. He, he seems like one he's of like, those. I'm work I'm working with, with Scorsese and Leo, like and Bob he's so and Leo excited. and Bob De Niro. He's so excited. Yeah, he's very excited. And like he he a he's happy to work. He, he he's happy to you know do what he loves. But he's also just also I feel like caught up or not caught up, but like he he's able to experience that excitement of getting signed to big projects Holy again. Holy shit! What? Sorry. Uh, I just I the the largest cockroach I've ever seen is crawling around my basement right now. Whoa, what are you gonna do about it? It is the it, uh, I don't fucking that thing looks like it could beat me in a fight. It probably could. 
Uh, keep talking about Brendan Fraser. I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of that. Yeah. So. Um, oh my God. I think my. Okay, Kyle's gone. Okay. Um, so uh, we, we're gonna meet under the oh, Brooklyn like Bridge at dawn, and look, we're going look at this to. Fucking thing. Look at this. Oh! Fucking thing. Look, look at how big that is. Good God. I'm not, oh, oh my God, that's a massive. Okay, he's gone again. So, so we're gonna meet under the Brooklyn Bridge. The password is six Semper Tyrannus. Okay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna pretty much we're we're gonna do it, guys. We're gonna do what we've always been talking about doing. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna kidnap the Constitution of the United States. We are going to we're gonna do it. I swear to God. And we're gonna blame Kyle for it. We're gonna we're gonna leave his footprints. We're gonna leave his DNA all over the place. So again, that's under the Brooklyn Bridge at the Witching Hour. That's three thirty-three a.m. Only on Tuesdays. Okay, so it's six of our hours. Remember the password. It might be coming back. Uh, okay, uh, I, yeah, I so think there was. So with Brendan Frey, yeah, I, I love Looney Tunes back in action. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's good. Uh, six Emperor Tyrannus, whatever. <gasps> I think there was a no! rhino. Or I think it was. I think it was a rhino beetle. I think it was a beetle. It looked like a millipede. It it was huge. It 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 was the color of a cockroach, but I think it was a rhino. It had a, I think it had a way too many legs to be a uh, a, a, a cockroach. More like poop yeah. roach. I'm gonna kill you. Please do. I'm gonna I'm gonna feed you that yeah. big ass bug I mm. just evicted from my home. Slop it up. All right. Ugh, don't. Ugh. Ugh. All right, we're fuck it, fuck it. Where's the joy? Uh. Uh, fuck it with our hands to the sky. Say fuck it. Where's the joy? Where's the joy been for you, Kyle? Uh, well, last weekend I had a lovely time because it was my first anniversary with my wonderful girlfriend Madeline. Ooh, very cool! Congratulations to a happy couple. Thank you. Yeah, it was very fun. I drove. I I. It was on last Friday. Mm-hmm. And I drove down on the day of uh, to go see her because I had something to do. I had something I had work on Thursday, and then I had to shoot a wedding on Saturday. So it was like, oh, Friday's the day, and I didn't, you know, I didn't want to miss it. So, um, or I didn't want to do anything afterwards, right? Because it's like, oh, it's our, it's our day. Uh, so I drove down. I got a speeding ticket on the way down. Hey, the cop gave me shit. I tried giving him a PBA card, and he he gave me shit for it. Damn. Maddie's dad gave me a a, a New Jersey PBA card. Oh, that's like well, no, I had a friend of mine who, or or I had a friend of mine who used a New Jersey police card in New York and it worked. Where in New York? You know, in around the place I got pulled over. Ah, Believe it or not, damn it. But but he was like, "Why are you giving me this?" And I was I was like, like I didn't realize that how fast I was going. And I said that. I'm like, well, I think I was speeding. He's like, you think you were speeding? Is your speedometer working? I'm like, I was paying more attention to the road. Yeah, I was looking no up, offense. brother. And then he was like, what is this? What is this you're giving me? I'm like, it's a PBA card. And he's like, you're not even expect- accepting responsibility, and you're going to give me this card? I was like, I was just told to give it to you if I got pulled over, man. Yeah, there's no protocol Ma- for Maddie's, how to give Maddie's it. Dad, Maddie's dad is actually, shockingly a cap, But he's like, hey, they give me these cards because, you know. I'm an EMT. Yeah, I patch I patch up a cop who got bit by a dog. He gives me these cards every year. Hell you yeah. always have to have one on you. So it's just like, 
Yeah, the only time I use it in the nine nine or so months I've had it, and all it gives me is grief. Oh, I brother. But apparently it was Speed Week, so it mm. wouldn't have done anything for me anyways. Yeah. So but, was you it a uh, you know happy happy good weekend? Oh, I mean the speeding ticket was absolutely worth it. Yeah. So uh, I I went down and I had ordered flowers the day before from mm-hmm. a florist her her mom had recommended. A florist. And, you ordered uh, her new floor tiles. That's big. That's that's right. Uh, so I got her a nice big bouquet. I I had shipped a, a banner that said happy anniversary to her house under my name, and I told her she can't open it, um, which drove her mad. Uh, but, Madeline. Then, uh, uh, so the night before. I have a lot of friends. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, Tim. <laughs> uh, so the night before, I drove um, to Walmart, and I printed off a bunch of photos of us, and I made it into a little collage Oh, that's nice. It was shaped like a it was shaped like a heart, and I was very it was very sad because she was at work that mm-hmm. day, so I spent the time I was there just like getting ready and right. and, and prepare and like decorating. Yeah, you know, as you do. And you know, and then she came home, she saw it, and we went to an Italian restaurant for dinner nice. and we exchanged gifts, and then uh, we went to an improv show. That's very nice. Because her friend her friend is in an improv show. Um. Her friend's in an improv troupe. I celebrated a one-year anniversary recently, actually, too. Oh, yeah? One-year anniversary with the great game of disc golf, God's favorite game. Oh, my God. Started playing it. beautiful game. What a beautiful game. Mamma Mia, the beautiful game. (laughs) That's right. So you guys went to the improv show. That was nice. Well, that was her idea, too, right? Yeah. You as a recovery. Yeah, I mean, it was something. You as a recovery improviser would be like, you know what I think would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, improv show was the last thing I would have suggested yeah. for a romantic dinner. If it, w- it would have been my suggestion, she I would have not been surprised if she had broken up with me. But uh, you know, something she had already her friend her friends were gonna go, and right. she you know hadn't she hadn't hung out with her friends in a while, and and you know, and, and for what it's worth, the show was very funny. That's good. That's and I'm awesome. not and I'm not saying like I would never go to an improv show with her. In case you're listening to this, Madeline, I thought it was a lovely time. Like, I really did. It's just as a recovering it like, improv. It's just as a recovering improviser, you 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 are very aware of how uh, improv how, shows, how, cr- how cringe we can be. Yeah. but it was not a cringe show. That's it was good. very fun. I actually I actually went up on stage That's and cool. helped out with a gag. Love it. Uh, I uh, I ended up painting a, a painting Aww. that they had to they they acted out a scene and I had to paint while they were doing the scene. Mm-hmm. And then uh, two other people, the the two other people in the troupe mm-hmm. had to see the painting and then act out what they thought. From oh, that's the a cool game. So uh, they were talking about going through puberty mm-hmm. and they were like in a fancy club now that they were in puberty, smoking cigars and drinking wine. Mm-hmm. So I drew I drew them drinking wine and having erect penises and oh acne. God. So the other two people come out. And it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that's it? That's an orgy. That's that. That's a scene from Eyes Wide Shut, brother. Yeah, pretty much. Hell and yeah. then, and then they auctioned off the painting. Oh, that's cool. For because uh, they did they did another raffle or like an auction to benefit the theater that they were performing at, mm-hmm. and the painting sold for fifty dollars. Whoa, that's a Kyle Sherry original right there. <laughs> so, and I didn't even sign and you it. You did get, and you didn't get a goddamn cut. I did not get a a single cent. Not a fucking so penny. A penny yeah, for your card, sir. That's I cool, know, man. I know. Yeah, it was a really good time. Like, oh, it yeah. actually makes me 
it, it did make me miss improv. Uh, I, I, being, I miss being it a too. part of it. I miss it too. The recovery's but, not going well. Yeah, but then I, I drove up to Albany the next day to go to, uh, to go to work, and I got a I got a fucking parking ticket. Oh, you're just giving the government a lot. I, of money. I had a, I had a horrible weekend. I had a sixty five dollar parking ticket for parking in a spot that I always park in at my job for twenty minutes. You're a ding dong, brother. She apparently was in a in a no parking zone, but also like three other cars were in the same zone. So, I was so pissed off. Damn, but, dude. and I, and I told the lady, the parking lady, or no, I called the town court on Monday, of the place where I got the speeding ticket, mm-hmm. and to see how to figure it out. And uh, she was like. Oh, it's no big deal. You just plead not guilty. You you send an email with the uh you scan you can scan your ticket and email it to us and we'll give you we'll send you to the the DA's website and you can sign up for a traffic diversion course. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. Uh, it was a really bad weekend for me. I also got a parking ticket. She just started laughing. <laughs> I was oh like, come God. on. But um, but I t- I mean I it, it was two hundred dollars, which yeah. is which was less than. No points on no points on the license either, right? Yeah, I got my points. I got my points taken care of. Okay, and cool. then um, the the six hour uh, parking, the six hour class ended up being half an hour. That's not bad. They, I just fucking flew right through. It was awesome. Nice. But yeah, I had a really good week. Matt, Maddie will be here Hell yeah, for dude. the weekend. Nice. She'll be here for the weekend. And here, I'm here, gonna here. introduce her to my friends and stuff, and it's gonna be really fun. Hell yeah, dude. So that was a bit long, but how about you? Um, uh, my fuck it, where's the joy? comes from um i don't know i've been playing playing some music recently i wrote a song nice i wrote a song oh it's it's so bad it's a terrible song um but brother it's the first one out of it's it's the first song so it'll be you know an improvement from here nothing but nice dude nothing but up so it's cool it's just an interesting way to express some creativity uh, put the fucking eight years I've been playing guitar to actual some practical use. Um, um, yeah, other than that, man, uh, want to give a big, a, uh, big, uh, uh, big shout out to the whitest kids, you know, boys who are going through a little bit of a tough time. Uh, mem- yeah, uh, yeah, that uh, was, rest, that was big, rough. That big rest in peace to Trevor Moore, a man who literally fucking like shaped comedy for me when I was young. And still did all through my teens and stuff with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking. I remember. I remember seeing some of those gags for the first time when I was like in middle oh, school. Dude, me too. I, I worked at or I worked at a Boy Scout camp my sophomore year of school, and the, all they showed us was "Whitest Kids You Know" videos, and I was just laughing my ass off. Whether and Trevor yeah. was real funny. The 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 one of the sketches that you know has been making the rounds is the sniper business sketch. Yes. Uh, yeah, that one's great. very good. Um, the, the, uh, the I'm going to kill I'm the president kill. of the United States sketch. Mm-hmm. The sketch. The sketch. Um, I have to I have to make sure I say that. This, yeah. <laughs> it, it is simply the sketch. Out of context, Felson going to have a field day with that one. Uh, oh, no. Um, and then a uh, gallon of PCP is a great one. And then mm-hmm. and then on, on my I, – I visited Long Island – um, and on my way home, I listened to the whitest kids, you know, record, which is amazing. It, it's mm. really funny. And then I listened to some of Trevor's solo stuff, um, which is just fucking out of this world. Funny kitty history is like l- literally genius. 
Um, Kitty history is very funny. Uh, and then I got home, you, and on my record player, uh, on my dresser, because I had done a lot of organizing in my room, like in the winter, trying to you know organize some shit, and and I fa- and on my record player was my ticket from when I saw the whitest kids in the city uh, in 2013. So I oh, wow. was so I was. That was eight years ago. Eight years ago. So what was I? Sixteen. 17 yeah mm-hmm. and on Damn, that dude. ticket because i i told my like what after the show they're like all right cool we'll be you know in the yeah in the back room um sign an autograph mm-hmm. so line up and on the ticket it's a you know autographs from darren timmy zach uh uh you're timmy you're oh you're so right uh uh, mm-hmm. uh sam and and trevor so i might get that framed that would be cool yeah yeah. So yeah, big big shout well, you know out to those sa- You guys. know what he said though. Huh. You know what he said though. You know, after he turned forty, he's like everything after this is victory lap. That was a very sweet post. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. I you know, I, can't, I, you know, he was literally like you know, in the prime. So- but, but you know, he he's gonna be missed. But you know, at least we have mm-hmm. those good good sketches and the whitest kids did a lot of uh, Twitch streams over the past year. That was mm-hmm. kind of like how they were ramping up into doing more stuff creatively with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were they making a movie as well? Yeah, they were. Ma- they ma- They were. Uh, I think he had. I-, I heard that he was done with his parts, but uh, oh, cool. But uh, the movie is about rich people going to space. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I just saw another fucking bug in my basement. You gotta get a exterminator. So yeah, my basement's full of bugs. Oh my god! And there's the a big one, and there's a big one talking to the goddamn mic. No, hey. you stop that. Hell yeah. So with that being said, like our our R.I.P. Trevor, and that's kind of where all where I can leave off. Just yeah. a lot of lot of feeling a lot of love. Been a lot oh, of one, love. One, two two quick things. Oh, let's uh, hear it. Dogecoin went up again. Uh oh, which is sweet. I'm I'm at like two fifty right now. Ooh, what's, which is dope. What's the other thing? Uh, also I ordered a gimbal, and it's supposed to be coming tomorrow. Oh hell yeah, that's cool. So that's exciting. That's very cool. So, with with that, uh, thanks so much. Thanks, yeah, thanks so much for listening to the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour. You can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Why don't you hit the old subscribe button or give us a nice little five star review? Uh, Maybe you can you can put something in the subject line of like uh, "Took you long enough to get back to it, you freaks," or uh, "Tim Tim smells bad." Mm -hmm. Is there a way we can I fix that? I didn't shower that? today, so please, please leave yeah. that. Bullying I, I also am very sweaty from mm-hmm. my job. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, we, we release episodes most Fridays. You can you can follow us on uh, on Instagram at Felson Tragedy Hour Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Felson Pod, and you can see uh, one thirty second video from a, a show we did months ago. Super Bowl uh, Sunday on, is a good time. Watch Twitch, it. On, on twitch.tv slash failsun tra- tragedy hour. Give us money on Twitch and we'll make more content. How about that? That's right. That's right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle M. Sherry. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Timmy Brenner. And we will see you next time. Don't spill your beans. Uh, and, and one last thing. This is a uh, this is a invitation for brendan fraser to be our third mic oh 
you, he can come on every fucking week. I actually, I, yeah. I will give up Kyle's spot on this podcast Whoa. for him to come on. Hey, hey, hey. I think that's All a right. fair trade. Bre- Brendan, third mic. Uh, Andy, I know you're out of a job, but no mic for you, bum. No Get a real job. You. Get that's a real right. job. Brendan, come on the show. We'd love to have you. That's right. Okay. See ya. Bye.